Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too. Hello and welcome to Tiny Bites, bite-sized discussions on minimalism, the simple life, and tiny houses. My name is Britt, this is episode 31, and I hope all is well in your corner of the world this week. In this week's episode of Tiny Bites, I wanted to do a little bit of a Q&A about shopping. I recently received a ton of questions via email about my shopping ban and my consumption habits, and rather than just sharing my thoughts with the people who emailed me, which I already did for the record, so if you are one of those people who emailed me, check your inbox, I thought I would share my thoughts here as well. I am a firm believer of what I was taught in school, which is if you are thinking of a question, you can be sure there are other people out there thinking the same thing. So here we go. The first email I received was about shopping bans specifically, and this is what the person had to say. I've been contemplating a shopping ban for a while now, but I haven't committed yet to it, yet being the operative word. In mapping things out in my mind and working on a plan slash list of rules for myself in my shopping ban, I had a question. What did you do in regards to gifts for others, like birthdays, showers, weddings, etc.? I'd love to hear your experience slash thoughts. So first off, I'm so excited that you're planning on committing to a shopping ban. From my own experience, I can say that it has really been life-changing. As for gifts, I deal with them on a case-by-case basis. For example, my partner and I do not exchange any kind of birthday or anniversary gifts, so there's no problem that way for me. I do buy yearly presents for my mom. Uh, I always ask her, though, what she wants, so I know she's going to get something that she'll actually use. I also have to buy a wedding gift this summer, and I'm planning on contributing to the couple's honeymoon fund. I think that's a great way to still contribute to my friend's big day without adding more stuff to their lives. Whatever the occasion or gift happens to be, my rule is that I can't spend more money than I know I can actually afford. And I have yet to have anyone complain that a gift wasn't big enough for them. I think that all people really want is to feel special, and special doesn't have to cost a lot. So thanks again for your question. It's such a good one because it's well and good to impose a shopping ban on yourself, but we often find it much more difficult to impose those rules on other people in our lives. The next question I received was about my compulsive shopping habits. And the question was, how did you conquer this impulse and learn to control it? Again, another really great question. For my own consumption habits, it was really important for me to remove the temptation. I didn't go to malls or really any store anymore for fun. I only go now when I know that I need something specific. I also unsubscribed from all email lists and social media accounts that were brands or stores. That made a huge difference in the amount of marketing and sales material I was exposed to on a daily basis. At the beginning of my journey, I also did a mini shopping ban, which I call the No Buy March. It was a great reset for me. Since I had made that rule for myself of no shopping, I couldn't shop. I had taken the option of shopping off the table. 
So those three things made a big difference for me. If you want a little more of an in-depth explanation, I have written about it on the blog before, and I'll link that post in the show notes over at tinyambitions.com. And this question actually made me think about something that Kate Flanders has said a lot about her own shopping ban. She has said that her shopping ban was really more of a browsing ban, and I couldn't agree more. My ban so far has been part actual shopping ban and part browsing ban. If I sort of take a second to think about it, it makes such a big difference when you go to the effort to delete your accounts, unsubscribe, and unfollow from sites and brands that are just trying to sell you stuff. If you keep looking, you'll probably be able to convince yourself you need something, but if you stop looking, that changes everything. The last comment I wanted to share with you today was a comment on my recent guest post over on Becoming Minimalist, which I will also link in the show notes if you haven't had a chance to read it yet. Crystal commented, I'm worried I would go on a huge binge after the ban. How do you not go overboard when the ban is lifted? I would probably have a bookmarked list of everything I wanted to buy. This is such a good question, Crystal, and one that actually caught me off guard. I haven't even really thought about what I'm going to want or need to buy once my shopping ban is over. I've had a couple of moments of, oh, this would be a cool thing to have. I should buy it when the ban is over. But I've only ever made a mental note of those things and have already forgotten about them. A big part of my shopping ban is a sort of mental reorganizing of what I really need in my life, and I'm becoming more and more content with what I actually need on a daily basis, so I'm finding that I'm looking for less and less stuff, and that to me is the ultimate point of minimalism, coming to a place of contentment with what you have in your life so you can get off the treadmill of constantly searching for the next thing to fill your life with. So the short answer for you, Crystal, is that I'm not keeping a list of stuff I would Uh, that I want to buy when the ban is over. To anyone out there who wants to start a ban, I would recommend not keeping a list either. That seems like a recipe for overconsumption to start right where you left off and sort of fall back into old habits whenever you end the ban. So thank you everybody for all, all your emails, questions, and comments. I love hearing from you. So if you ever have any questions, please do send me an email at Brittany at tinyambitions.com. You can also call in here on Anchor or leave me a comment over on the blog. I learn just as much from your questions as I hope you learn from my answers. So please do keep them coming. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites. If you don't want to miss an episode, you can favorite my station in Anchor or subscribe pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and the new Google Podcasts app. Next week on the blog, I'm sharing a big secret with you, so stay tuned for that. Until next time, have a great week.